This is RPG A Day Month with Andy Goodman from Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. Day 10. Want. What do we want from our games? I'm sure everyone's going to do, do this topic because um, it, it seems pretty obvious. Um, there are lots of theories around want, around what we actually are looking for in our games. There's the eight types of fun model. There's the Ron Edwards GSN model. There's um, variants of those. Um, I guess there's the Daniel Jones Che Webster otherworldly immersion model. And then there's the little white dog model. All she wants is to be with her people. And maybe then in the end, that's all we want as well from our games. But I'm going to kind of do a bit of a deep dive into it. I'm going to do a bit of psychoanalysis of my players. And um, I may end up with no players at the end of this, but uh, let's see. Um, Dr. Goodman is in the house. So here is my patent and psychologically definitive, uh, in fact, um, I think it's authorised, um, five-player type definition. I've realised since recording that first segment that there are loads of other ones. Did a bit of research. Even Richard Bartle, back in 96, came up with his definition of the player types. Now, Richard Bartle, for those of you that don't know, invented the mud the multi-user dungeon, the very first online role-playing game, or I guess role-playing game platform. Um, Richard was an engineer at British Telecom, and as a side gig, he built um, an online multiplayer game where you could play as a character and explore a world and, and kill things and take their loot. Um, I actually met him once. It was really weird. Um, uh, it was one of the first jobs I ever had was, was actually working for a company that was um, somehow sort of set up by British Telecom. And I was working in their games department and they wheeled him in and I was a bit starstruck, goggle-eyed. And, um, and we had a couple of um, like meetings where he would tell me all about his idea of what games were. And it sort of blew my mind, but also freaked me out because at one point... Uh, during the meeting, he jumped up on the table and he said, that's why muds are amazing. He was standing on a table. He said, because I can just jump up on this table, get my willy out and wave it around. And I honestly thought he was about to do that. Thankfully, he didn't. I can see why his career at BT didn't exactly reach stratospheric heights. So anyway, <laughs> God, where am I going? He actually came up with a very simple uh uh, definition. He created a two-by-two two grid. <laughs> he should have been a consultant. That's what consultants do. They make two-by-two two grids. And um, it was two axes. One was an axis of between acting and interacting. Um, and one was an axis between the player and the world. And depending on which segment, quadrant you were in, if you were high-acting, high-player, you were a killer. If you are high player, high interacting, you are a socializer. If you are high acting, high world, you are an achiever. And if you are high interacting and high world, you are an explorer. 
So those were his four killers, achievers, socializers, and explorers. And I think it's pretty good. I think it's actually a pretty good um, definition. A lot more complicated ones have been done since, but this seems to get very much to the heart of something pretty fundamental, I would say. Anyway, enough about Richard Bartle and his willy waving. Americans, you know what a willy is. I would hope you do. Anyway, a willy is a winkle. Um, you know, a dong, a schlong, a one-eyed trouser snake. Shut up, Andy, and get on with the episode. Okay, so here they are, the five um, archetypes in Goodman world. Now, I wouldn't say that every single player I've ever played with falls into one of these five. Let's say they are spectra. But here we go. Number one, the chaos engine. This this is a person that just wants to to play with every knob, <laughs> literally pull every lever, push every button, kick in every door, just yeah, really like stretch themselves into this world and 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 and, tr- and see what happens. They're kind of like experimenters, but chaos experimenters with no reason or rhyme for what they do. They just want to see what, what reaction their their action has. Um, they can be off-putting at times. They can derail sessions at times, but they create beautiful chaos as well because out of their unexpected actions, very unexpected things can happen that can take the whole group to this very um, unpredictable place. Um, I think all of these... Um, are mainly good. One of them is sort of bad, <laughs> mainly bad. Um, and it's almost like the flip side or the dark side of the chaos engine. But the chaos engine is someone that is quite selfish in one way, but very generous in another way, willing to to risk everything to make stuff happen, even if it means their character dying. So that's cool. Number two. The trigonometrist. Now this is the type of player that has to carefully ponder and consider everything that they do. They have to plan and plot and calculate and almost work out out loud in some kind of mathematical formula, some logic puzzle for what their actions are gonna be. And I guess as a result, they're, they're literally the opposite of the chaos engine. Um, these are people that, that embrace the rules fully, that explore every nook and cranny of, of what their character and what the world and what the rules can achieve. And then they try to optimize their success by mastery of those rules and of their character and of the world. And these players can, can be very good at propelling things forward, at getting past roadblocks, at coming to, to solutions. The problem is they, they also dither quite a lot because, of course, there is never really an optima, optimal or optimized solution to something. There's only a number of different solutions which may or may not be optimal depending on a whole load of unpredictable factors that you can't know. So, um, on the whole, very positive, um, but with a tendency to gum up the works as well, both quick to solve a problem but slow to act so that's the trigonometrist number three 
the carpenter. This is the kind of player that that just wants to build the world with you, that wants to not just see the world, but help to create it. They carve away at the raw material that you put in front of them, the, the pine and the cedar and the oak, and make beautiful new things out of it. And they are very helpful, they're very productive, they're very collaborative. Um, they also don't like to be given the finished product. Okay, sorry about that. Um, there was a little pause there. My own little chaos engine just uh, just bust in and has completely thrown me off my track. So yeah, the carpenter. Um, they don't like having a finished product put in front of them. Um, and, and in fact, if you try to do that too much, they'll, they'll move to a different game. Um, because if they, they feel that the act of creation is the most important thing, not, not the act of listening. They are a producer, not a consumer. Not that there's anything wrong with being a consumer. <sighs> okay, number four, the startled deer. <laughs> Wide-eyed and innocent. <laughs> they want to wander around the world that you've created for them. Um, skittish and nervous, scared of everything that goes bump, <laughs> fully inhabiting their dearish persona. Um, again, I guess this is an opposite of the carpenter. The startled deer is the opposite of the carpenter. Who would have ever thought that that would be something anyone would ever say? There, I've said it. Um, they do want to be transported by the game, by the world, by the story that you present to them. And they will nervously interact with little pieces and parts of it. But they'll be very scared of anything going wrong. <laughs> they, will, they will be hesitant to take risks, to go into that dungeon, to, to open that door, to, um, to read that arcane tome. Uh, they, they want to live. They want to flourish. They want to survive. Um, and in most ways... I think this is a this is quite a good thing, quite a good thing. There's obviously a big downside to that in that if you have a party full of deers, of startled deers, and in fact if you have a party full of any of these archetypes, it will tend to drive the game in a particular direction. Um, there's nothing worse than having an investigator in Call of Cthulhu who just says, I'm just going to go and call the police, or I think I'm just going to go and hide in my hotel room and wait for the world to end. And there are players that do that, amazingly. I, I find that hard, hard to believe, but yes, yes. I guess their fear is very interesting. The fact that you can, you know provoke that kind of reaction is pretty cool but um, yeah I think too much startled deerishness and your game ain't gonna go anywhere and then finally number five the demolitions expert <laughs> sounds like a cool job but boy oh boy it ain't this is the person that wants to just destroy your world and not just destroy your world he or she wants to destroy your game <laughs> And possibly destroy you. <laughs> um, and you should be very wary of the demolitions experts because they may they may appear to be a chaos engine, but but no, they are not. They're just disguised as that. And lurking underneath is the true evil of someone that wants to blow your game to pieces. 
And there isn't a lot to say about them except show them the door. Um, there is no doubt going to be a game somewhere for them where all anyone wants to do is blow up the world. But, you know, if you and the carpenter and the trigonometrist and the chaos engine and the startled deer have all come together to build this multi-faceted, marvellous thing together... It is a bit annoying to have someone come along and just throw a grenade into the middle of the room. It really is. So, that's it. That is my model. It is very, very silly. (laughs) It's very much from my perspective. Um, If any of my players are listening, maybe you should have a think about where you might sit on this spectrum. Or maybe you just want to send me um, dog poo in the mail. (laughs) Anonymously, of course. You know, are you a chaos engine? Or how much of a chaos engine are you? How much of a trigonometrist are you? How much of a carpenter are you? How much of a startled deer are you? And please, for God's sake, if you are a demolitions expert, please let me know, like now, so we can just have a little nice little hug and a, and a wave goodbye, because I'm done with playing with demolitions experts. Yeah, that's it. That's what I want. <laughs> See ya.